Do you love anime, gaming, movies, and discovering how your favorite pop culture affects everything you do? Then join us on Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. Every week you can listen in while we break down the latest pop culture news and dish on what new releases we can't get enough of. Whether you love movies, I'm going to tell you all about the uh, hopeful 4K re-release of Tron Legacy that happens. (laughs) (laughs) I'm right there with you. Or music. The music in this show is absolutely incredible. Or anime. And under this mask is another mask. (laughs) (laughs) You can discover your new favorites right here on The Anime Effect. Listen every Friday, wherever you get your podcasts, and watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or on the Crunchyroll YouTube channel. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. My very good friends on today's wrestling news, Becky Lynch has finally broken her silence on Charlotte Flair. Brock Lesnar's return date has been revealed. The original plans for Cody Rhodes at Full Gear have been revealed. And Ric Flair is returning to the content verse. I'm Adam Wilborn. <laughs> and I'm in the content verse already. And this is the news. Hopefully not with Ric Flair, however. Anyway, we're going to kick things off by talking uh, Becky Lynch, Charlotte Flair. We haven't spoken about Charlotte on the news in a few days, so we had to come back to it. You knew we had to come back to it. Becky Lynch has broken her silence, of course, on the infamous backstage confrontation that they had on the 22nd of October episode of SmackDown. You know the story. Belt swap. Charlotte didn't like that. Argument with Becky. Argument with Sonya Deville. Maybe thrown out of the arena. Bunch of reports. Becky Lynch now interviewed by Sports Illustrated for their media podcast uh she was asked about the situation because if you're interviewing becky lynch you gotta ask her about the situation and she said the following i don't know man we don't talk anymore we don't talk so all i'll say is the locker room needs a hero sometimes and sometimes somebody's got to be a hero i'm all right being that hero that's what i'll say on the matter so she went into a bit more detail when she was asked if it's difficult to work with someone you have real life heat with, she said, oh, 100% more difficult. That's the thing. When you've got two people that are wanting to work together to make magic, then you make magic. Sometimes when there's hostility, when you can't trust the person, then you never know what's going to happen. That's interesting because they're wrestling each other next weekend at Survivor Series. There's some more stuff here, a few quick fire answers. Lynch confirming she doesn't trust Charlotte anymore. Uh, They've been, you know, things have become pretty difficult between them. It's kind of what you'd expect, really, but it's mm. it's interesting to hear Becky's perspective on the whole incident because we hadn't heard anything from her up to this point. Um, yeah, difficult situation. I'm sure there are conspiracy nuts out there who still insist that this stuff is a work. Uh, I think too many credible reports from credible reporters like Sean Ross Sapp and co have come out for me to buy into the idea that this is a work. 
Uh, but we'll see a Survivor Series. Mm. Are they going to shoot? Are they going to have a clean professional match? We'll find out. I, I will say this. I do like the fact that WWE is sort of leaning into this a little bit, i.e., the you know, they could have yeah. had a, they've had some back and forth on camera. They obviously could have switched the titles with Bianca Belair being around, well, both title pictures, yeah. basically. But they've gone... Let's put Becky and Charlotte in a ring. Give them 20 minutes and see what happens. Yeah, let's see what's But like you say, I think the thing is, if this was just one story that came off a segment that went off relatively well, yeah. and they said, oh, yeah, there was a big argument backstage, you'd be like, oof. They were chucking belts at each other. We've already seen Charlotte Flair's issues with Nia Jax earlier on this mm -hmm. year. Like, I completely agree with you. I, as much as I sit here often and say claims that things are a work, yeah, I think this is genuine, and I cannot wait yeah. for Survivor Series. And, and how often have you said that? Exactly. And to add to the idea that it's not a work, they edited it out of the SmackDown replay because they didn't want people to see it. Yep. There you go. I'm really excited. And uh, yeah, when you said Survivor Series and, and then next weekend, I was like, oh, he's got that wrong. Yeah. No, it is. It's full gear this weekend, then Survivor Series next weekend. Do you know why? Man. Do you know why? Because it's that? a great time to be a wrestling fan. I'm not sure if anyone said that for a while. Yeah. Right, Brock Lesnar. <laughs> Let's talk about him because he is apparently returning to your screens sooner than you may think. Uh, this coming off the back of an announcement by the Staples Center, or a tweet surrounding the show at the Staples Center, I should say. It's going down on Friday the 10th of December, and the venue said that uh, Brock had, quote, vowed to buy a ringside seat. So as long as he can scrape together to cash to buy it, it looks like he will be returning to SmackDown on the 10th of December in LA. Um, which would put us, what, a couple of weeks after Survivor Series. You, I would just assume this is going to be part of the build to, what's it called, Day One? The Day first, One. First pay-per-view of the, the year next year, of course. Uh, I I'm, I love new Brock Lesnar, and uh, I, yeah, it makes a lot of sense. We always assumed yeah. that, obviously, he was suspended and fined after Crown Jewel and the fallout from that on SmackDown. But we all knew he was going to be going away for a bit so they could concentrate on Survivor Series. And then after Big E beats uh, Roman Reigns at Survivor Series, of course, because he's the best, um, then Brock Lesnar's going to return and murder some people again. You'd imagine so, wouldn't you? You'd imagine that uh, Adam Pearce is not going to have a good night oh, 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 uh, on the 10th of December in particular. But yeah, it looks like they're continuing the Roman Brock feud uh, for whoever knows how long. Um, but it's been good so far, so... Cool. Do you, Fine. Do you know what I'd like good. to see? You know, like we've seen, your mind automatically goes to Sting wearing a Sting mask in the Impact Zone. Yes. Uh, or like, yeah, you know, Orange Cassidy, uh, not Orange Cassidy, what am I talking about? Darby Allen recently attacking MJF. I'd love Brock Lesnar to try and be in a disguise because I think it's fair to say he's got a fairly distinctive look yeah. about him. Him pretending to be, I don't know, a face-painted fan of John Cena, maybe. <laughs> that, that, that John Cena fan looks quite a lot like former UFC heavyweight champion Brock Lesnar. Just put him in a cane mask. Oh, wait a second, he's thrown a child to the moon. Yeah. Put him in a cane mask, we'll probably use it as a thumbnail. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. Do you want to buy some books? Of course you do. Yeah. We've got a trio of great releases available on our web store now. Wallculture.bigcartel.com, link in the description. Order now, get them in time for Christmas. International shipping is available. Yes, 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 oh yay. The first one is a new release, Becoming All Elite, the AEW story by our very own Michael Sidgwick. We've got a re-release, this is available in a bundle with the AEW book as well, uh, of Development Hell, the NXT story, also by Michael Sidgwick. And then we have our collaborative effort, 606 wrestling matches to see before you die. Uh, yeah, pre-orders are up now. We'll be shipping them within, I think it's the first week of December. You'll get them for Christmas. It'll be a good time. Buy yourself a book. Buy your mama a book. Buy your dog a book. Buy your bookkeeper a book. Buy your librarian <laughs> a book. Buy everyone. 
a book. Yeah, go and get it. Link in the description, like you say. Some fantastic books. Uh, the updated 606 Wrestling Matches See Before You Die uh, is a great little read from the snippets that I have seen, of course. And yeah, Sidge's new book about AEW is fantastic. And if you're thinking, I like books, but I'd love to have something to pair with it, maybe a drink of some sort, we'll come to that in a little bit. But first, Andy. We shall. Cody Rhodes' original plans for uh, Full Gear 2021 have been revealed. So, of course... He was going to win the world title. He was no. going to and then beat everybody. <laughs> Reviving his hardcore holidays. Yes, what a callback. Nice. Uh, so, Cody, Pac versus Andrade and Malachi Black. That is booked for full gear. Because uh, it rhymes. There you go. <laughs> Dave Meltzer on Wrestling Observer Radio uh, saying that uh, by his understanding it was going to be a four-way match between those guys at the pay-per-view. Instead, obviously, they pivoted. Now it's going to be a tag match. This is a weird feud. This is a weird feud. Do I... I, you know, I've got a theory about this, just as you mentioned it there, because obviously we knew, obviously, yeah. that um, they were heading towards that, and then it got confirmed on Dynamite this week. Um, the Fatal 4-Way, I think I know why they booked this instead, because otherwise it would be three guys getting cheered and Cody. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Poor guy. Like, it, he's, he is divisive, to say the least, yeah. his current character. And I, I, I like it in a, in a weird way, because yeah. it's... I know... He said, oh, I'm not going to turn heel and stuff. And I feel like he's getting more and more like, you're going to have to, mate. But well, Tony Khan, I've got it here, said the other day in an interview, and a pinch of salt because he's a wrestling guy and wrestling guys are always working. Uh, he said it had been a long time since Rhodes had received the opposite crowd reaction to what was intended mm. and kind of compared it to John Cena's run on top in, in WWE. Uh, I don't know if I believe that. But I do think it's quite interesting, and nobody can deny that this guy is over as hell. You either love him at the moment or you hate him at the moment, and they're both as loud as each other. Yeah. It's just weird. In the words of Michael Cole, always generating a reaction. Like yeah. I always used to say that about a scene when the crowd were booing about the building. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think, I think I've heard some cheers there. Yeah. Uh, There's one or two in the front. Is this, row. The, is this the first time AEW have presented someone? Like, I know they've botched some presentations and what have you. Yeah, yeah. But is this the first time they've presented someone and gone, this guy, I know they've not explicitly said this guy's a good guy or whatever, yeah. but they've sort of gone, here he is, and people have gone, no. Is that first? I don't know. I don't know. It, it depends whether or not you buy into whether or not this is intentional. Yeah, I suppose. It, it's a really weird situation. I don't particularly care for this feud and the storyline, but maybe the match will be good. Oh, it'll um, be a banger. I mean, yeah. the, it's four great wrestlers, so it should be. It's like two um, singles feuds that were really good. Yeah. Hoyed together. It's just like Andrade and, and, and Malachi have such a weird vibe together. It's like, <laughs> I don't know, they don't look like they'd hang out, put it that way. I know there's the, 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 the Tia Trinidad thing that kind of ties them together IRL, but... Next story. <laughs> yeah, let's move on uh, to Ric Flair and the revelation that he is, as I mentioned, returning to the pro wrestling content verse, uh, announcing he has a new podcast called Woo Nation. Uh, he's going to be co-hosted by former WCW announcer Mark Madden, and the first episode is going to drop next Wednesday. Yeah, I have next no idea Wednesday. what day or time it is. Uh, Wednesday, the 17th of November. Um, and he said in a press release about it, I've had the greatest rest a greatest career in the history of the professional wrestling, and now it's time to have the greatest podcast. This is the first time in my career I'll be truly be able to open up not only uh, about my career, but the entire wrestling business. Whether you like it or not, learn to love it, because it's going to be the best podcast going today. Uh, you serve what culture wrestling is the best podcast 
around. Well, I've just added that bit at the end. Uh, look, <laughs> everyone's trying to get into the podcast game nowadays. We sort of started it, I think it's fair to say. No one else had really done any wrestling podcasts until we, we came We invented the genre. But in all seriousness, I've, I've joked about it there. Um, intriguing this and, and, and a, a, an interesting reaction, obviously, around Ric Flair following the fallout from the dark side of the ring and the plane ride from hell stuff. It's uh, an interesting way that he's going to be received by the online wrestling community, etc. So, yeah, this morning, basically, I just decided to wake up and make uh, a list of things I have absolutely uh, zero interest in. And, wow, there's the list. So, okay. Twitter questions. Yes, before we get to that, uh, and do let us know your thoughts on this because I'm intrigued to sort of gauge the reaction to it all. But before we get to the Twitter questions, we should tell you uh, about a selection of beers you can get on your hands on for Survivor Series. It's Survivor Beeries, of course, with our friends at Top Rope Brewing. Again, unfortunately, just for our fans here in the UK. If you want to get your hands on 12 craft beers for the brilliant price of £45 with free delivery, all you need to do is click on the link in the description and at checkout, enter the code Here's Why. Five years of Top Rope Brewing. They're lovely guys. They're celebrating Survivor Series. It's six on six, us versus them. And uh, yeah, lovely beers. We drink them regularly here in the office. Lovely guys, lovely beers. Uh, we are lovely guys as well. You can support us all. Have a great time. Happy birthday, Top Rope. Thank you for the delicious. <laughs> I just realised you said we are lovely guys, and I've remembered what's going on on my top lip. So, should we move on? <laughs> uh, all right. At What Culture, WWE, if you want to get in touch with us uh, for your Twitter questions. First one today comes from Frankly Salinas. Frankly says, uh, with the inevitable inevitable victory of Hangman is it inevitable yes, get your thoughts on that 100% uh, will this be the first step to the elite turning on Omega when Steen debuts at or after Re uh, Revolution Cole and the books join him and reform Mount Rushmore yeah the, the, the stuff is going on already isn't it you've got Adam Cole coming in stealing a little bit of thunder here and there uh, there's definitely something in the work uh, how it's going to pan out long term, I don't know. Steen involvement is very compelling. Uh, Mount Rushmore, all of that stuff, as you mentioned. But yeah, I think so. I think we're going to get some interesting character stuff from Kenny Omega in particular because he is losing that belt. Don't yeah. listen to Bully Ray. Yeah, oh, no, I completely agree. I think uh, Hangman Page leaves as, as world champion and then, in my booking, loses it at the first opportunity to MJF. But not on telly like the next week. I mean, like at the next yeah. paper. <laughs> yeah. um, but yes, it, it does feel like and not, not necessarily that it's time for a character change for Kenny Omega, but I do. I am intrigued to see what he does next. Mm -hmm. Or, if he wants to just get the crap beaten out of him by this and then maybe go away for a bit, he can, he's earned that as well. He's probably thrashed from just yeah. non-stop doing this. So, yeah, I'm excited to see what happens next and with, with the world title. Uh, and like you say, it's not even like you've got... Uh, well, I don't know how long that's been off for, but uh, <laughs> it we'll did continue. this yesterday as well. It came up with a video recommending relaxing. Weak or no signal, but enough about me. Let's move on to the next question from JC Gray, who says uh, the wrestling industry seems to be on the precipice of a major paradigm shift in terms of performer opportunities, fan engagement, corporate patronage, etc. What do you think the landscape will look like in 10 or so years? I think that things have changed so much over the past two or three years that it's impossible to predict. So I'm not going to sit here and go, there'll be a mountain of this and AEW will be up here and WWE will be down here. I think both uh, major American promotions that are around just now will still be around and doing well uh, financially at the very least. Um, but... Uh, there's so many variables I couldn't possibly slap a credible prediction on this. No, I, I think I, I genuinely don't think you could sit here and say what the wrestling industry is going to look like this time next year. This next in, month? Yeah. Like <laughs> I think the only guarantee is Vince is still going to be Vincent. So if you like that sort of thing, 
enjoy the next decade. But like you say, if what would it have been? What year are we in? In 2011. <laughs> think about that, turning around yeah. and saying, oh, you know, in 10 years, like, you no idea. Five yeah. years, who knows? But all I can say with great confidence is right now, Andy Murray, you know, it's a great time to be a wrestler. There you go. Mimi gives us our final question of the day. Another uh, multiple choice here for you, Andy. Uh, good morning, guys. Welcome back, World War. Thank you, Mimi. Uh, would you rather, Andy, A, wrestle Bray Wyatt in a swamp fight, B, eat the boogeyman's worms, oh, God. or C, be stuck in the egg all that time with <laughs> a gobbledygooker? I'd, I'd rather hang out in the egg with a big with a big turkey. In the goo. Yeah, I'd, I'd rather goo with the gobbledee. Uh, egg. 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 Uh, gigantic egg. <laughs> That's a fun question this is. I'm not eating worms. You're not getting me eating worms. Uh, unless they're jelly sweet worms. Gummy worms, this is what I was going to say. And you get no. to meet the buggy boogeyman who I genuinely really liked when he came along. If, if we're talking gummy worms, okay, I'm going to eat sweets with the boogeyman. Yeah. Cool. Uh, I, 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 Brett... Bret Hart? Bray Wyatt. Not Bret Hart. Bray Wyatt. I want to eat Skittles with Bret Hart. Yeah, Bret, Bray Wyatt's swamp. I don't want to hang out there. He tried to drown Braun Strowman and there was like a crocodile. And there was a video. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He tried to kill a guy and they showed a video of a crocodile. I, 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 not for me, personally. Give me the egg or give me the gummy worms. Me, Andy, gobbledygooker, goo, egg. That's what we're going to go with. Uh, but I love these. Keep these Jalaker, coming next week. <laughs> Final question. No, final question. We've done all the questions. <laughs> Let's get the hell out of here. I was going to say final question today because from Beth Phoenix, which would be interesting. What? No, and finally comes from Beth Phoenix, who revealed on Twitter last night, you may have seen this, uh, at one of her first gigs as a WWE extra, she pitched a detailed storyline to Michael Hayes to be brought in, have you seen this, as... I have. Brock Lesnar's sister. She said, I had zero chill. <laughs> I... Genuinely think that would be a great storyline. Like, not then, it might have been, you know, a bit, but he's done everything else. Sure. But imagine, like, hi, I'm Brock's sister, and it'd be being like, excuse me? And they're like, what? like, they're lost Lotharia trying to crack onto her or something. Brock comes in, like, what are you guys doing? <laughs> oh, no, Brock, you know, please no. Family guy Brock Lesnar. Let's yeah. do it. Why not? Oh, fantastic. The, the, the Lesnar family, just his, his little brother is. <laughs> and they're all as wide as they are tall. Oh, my God, like yeah. Brock. Oh, I, I think that's fantastic. I want to. I love these sorts of things where people go. I pitched this storyline, and they went, "What?" What? <laughs> Let us know your thoughts on that, though. And all of today's news stories in the comments section below. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. And subscribe to What Culture Wrestling wherever you get your podcasts from for daily wrestling podcasts. Take note, Ric Flair. Uh, we're going to be previewing SmackDown. We're going to be previewing Rampage, and we're going to have Wrestle Culture with a hashtag Bloody Good Quiz coming later on today. Plus, let us know your thoughts and Twitter questions on Twitter. At what culture WWE? Watch that you can follow both of us. You can follow Andy Murray at at Andy H Murray. The H stands for Have a Nice Weekend. Mm, and you can follow me on Twitter at Adam Wilborn and uh, yeah, donate towards this because no one's enjoying this. Not me, not him, definitely not my wife. Uh, follow us all <laughs> at What Culture WWE. But for now, my thanks, to Andy Murray. Thank you for joining us, and we will see you soon. I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray, and I'm Leah President. And this is Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. We are a new show breaking down the anime news, views, and shows you care about each and every week. I can't think of a better studio to yeah. bring something like this to life. And yeah, I agree. We're covering all the classics. If I don't know a lot about Godzilla, which I do, but I'm trying to pretend <laughs> that I don't right Hold now. it in. Hold on. And our current faves. Luffy must have his due. <laughs> 
Tune in every week for the latest anime updates and possibly a few debates. Oof. I remember, what was that? <laughs> say what you're going to say and I'll circle back. You can listen to Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect every Friday wherever you get your podcasts. And watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or the Crunchyroll YouTube channel. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. 